Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Live from downtown Chicago, you're listening to Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. Hello and welcome to the Doomsday Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle O'Rourke, joined by my co-host, Nate Burleson. Uh, what what a guy's name did we just watch? Uh, we just watched the... 2020 edition of the Alice Cowboys. I say Alice Cowboys because there is no D to be found. Anywhere. That's a perfect description. I. It's just so rough. It's so rough being a Cowboys. Fan. I don't know where to start, so I kind of want to dive into the two most upsetting plays for me. Okay. And it's going to be surprising what these are. Mm-hmm. The first one was a penalty that was called on Joe Thomas when he made a tackle. I think it was Kareem Hunt. I, I could be wrong. Could have been the other running back. Yeah. It was um, it was a uh, Baker Mayfield drop back uh, through, through to the running back or, yeah, running back, and then Joe Thomas went and made the tackle. Um, that should have been our ball. Mm. You look at the replay. Joe Thomas pulled the ball away from the running back mid-tackle and got possession of it before the running back hit the ground. And they, they initially called it a penalty because they thought it was going to be helmet to helmet because there was a, a large sound. You look at the replay, his shoulder pad hit his shoulder pad, which is why there was the clank. There was the, the, uh-huh. the large sound. So the refs didn't want to pick up the flag because, you know, we're not going to admit that we did anything yeah, wrong. You know, we're the refs. We're perfect. So they just <laughs> gave us an unnecessary roughness penalty when it should have been our ball. Mm, see, you tell me that doesn't change the game? I think it does change the game. I think there are a lot, a lot of problems where it comes from the Cowboys. Oh, no, 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 like, yeah. I mean, and I – And then wait, the second, the second play mm. was the, the – not the first squib kick, but the second one. The play right before Odell got the 50-yard TD. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why did we kick that? Why not just um, kick a normal kickoff? Yeah, that was. That was we didn't need to do insane. an onside kick. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy is so stupid. Mike Mike McCarthy likes to make the play that if you come up with, if you look at any any situation and you come up with three ideas for that situation, mm-hmm. one is the obvious way, one is the way that oh I'd like to try that if there were absolutely no repercussions, and then yeah. the third is just like any other way, right? Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy always picks the second one. He's always he like, does. what if I tried this? What if I tried Ooh. this? What if I did yeah. this? I'm surprised we don't go for two on every time we score a touchdown. That every was time. incredible. That was – if I took one positive takeaway in the game, it's that that, that those, those two-point conversions, we don't really have to worry about yeah. getting two-point conversions. That was almost like the law of, like, averages, though, because how many have we missed before that? Then we missed, like, three at least before Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The games before. True. I feel like this – I feel like that specifically is the the law of just averages. I feel like we were bound for a couple. And I'm not even sure if I want to talk about the fourth quarter because of how absolutely abysmal the first, second, and third quarter were. Because Well, okay, let's let's put this in perspective because we're going to get really negative. So I just – I want to mm. put some little positivity on it. When anyone says garbage time stats, that pisses me off. 
because it renders no analysis of what actually happened in the game. Mm -hmm. You can bring your team back from a 24-point deficit and get them to a three-point deficit with three minutes left in the game. That does not get to be counted as garbage time stats. I'm sorry. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. I don't count that as garbage time stats. They were still in the game. And even if it is, you get the team within three. Three points? Two minutes left in the game. That is a very winnable situation. You oh, my God, yeah. Absolutely insane running play to Odell Beckham Jr. One of the dumbest plays I've ever seen from a coordinated group of defenders, and they look like peewee defenders out there. I don't know what they were I doing. swear, I swear, I, I feel like put me out there, I could have covered one person, like one drive better. I could have made one tackle. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what, what I they love were it doing. When, I love it when we can say that as people. As we like, can because of how terrible. The, the, I, love, though, I think I love the worst defensive performance I, I saw from like this rendition of the Cowboys defense, like mm-hmm. post-Tony Romo. Yeah, it was the no. Bears' Thursday night game last year. That was the worst rendition of this defense because they couldn't tackle anyone. This oh, puts that to shame. Oh yeah, I mean, that looks like that looked like the '85 Bears defense compared to what we got yesterday. Yesterday's the defense or our Sunday's defense for whenever this show goes out. Yeah. Um, I I think might have been some of the worst defending in football that I've ever seen. And on Saturdays, I tend to watch Big 12 football. I watch Big 12 football on Saturdays. mm -hmm. And I still think that this was some of the worst defending that I've ever seen. And it doesn't matter. This shows just so much how it doesn't matter if you fire a coach, if you don't change the culture of a team, and you don't change the accountability of a team. Because that's what this problem is. It's guys not being confident. Because you can't have – guys at this level of the NFL not play to a certain standard. There has to be a, just a base a base standard. There has to be mm-hmm. a bottom line that you can't go below. But this Cowboys defense is pushing that bar as far down as they can. They're pushing it into the dirt, digging a gigantic hole, and sticking this bar in the center of the earth. because They're on pace to be one of the statistically, statistically the worst defense of all time. But wait, it's not Probably. just that. The, the, the least amount of turnovers in a season was by, I think, the 49ers when Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt that year and all their players got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, they got seven defensive turnovers. We're on pace to get six. Oh, we're on pace to get yeah, what? We've had one. Wait, no, no, one four. Take- Sorry. We're on pace to get four. Because we've had one takeaway in four games, correct? Mm-hmm. We're on pace to get four. No way we and that takeaway actually should not have even counted. No, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't count the touchback as a takeaway. I would count Not that as a takeaway. It's a takeaway. You, you get the ball back. So I'd say two. Okay. It's a forced okay. fumble that ends up covering to us. That's but one that's of those one. should not have counted. But the other one, yes. The other one was the hands to the face and that ran game that should not have mm-hmm. counted. Now in terms of offensive turnovers, we're fumbling the ball away every play. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I I Jack deserves a lot of blame for that fumble. Yes. But but you know who also deserves blame? Everyone in their mind was screaming to take Terrence Steele out of the game and put uh, Brandon Knight in at right tackle because mm-hmm. he would been playing better in the previous in last week. And once they put they did that after the fumble, and Miles Garrett didn't get a play like that rest of the game. Yep. So the fact that it took two terrible plays, it took the big sack at the first drive, and then that play for the coaches to make that decision, like. That's terrible, but Dak's going to hold on to the football. But then you got Zeke's run, which is like, what is happening? He, he slipped too. 
Did you see that? Like, it was it was really bad. Zeke's fumble was actually egregious because he had no reason to be sitting. There's no on reason top to fumble. We had no reason to be mm-hmm. sitting on top of him like that. Yeah, yeah. Thinking that he's the shit because he can, you know, roll around. Sorry, I'm sorry for saying that. But he thinks that he can, like, not roll around. And he thinks he can just sit on top of a defender. What is he doing? There's no game sense there. There has to be a level of game sense there where you need There's- to either go down or you need to hold on to the football. Because if the ref has not blown the whistle and the play is not dead. You, you like, hold on to that thing. And, like like it's your grade. newborn child. And mm-hmm. the doctors are trying to take it away from you. You do what not hurts let go even of that more football. Is that it's consecutive possessions. Oh yeah. This is how you dig yourself into a hole as a football team. Is like it's one thing to have two, you know, three three turnovers in this game, right? Well the, I don't interception. have an interception. Yeah, the interception but, does not I mean count. if you but if you think about it, three three turnovers in this game, one at the end of the game, um, but and then if there was one in the first quarter, one in the third quarter, and then that one at the end of the game. Not as big of a deal, but when you have yeah. back-to-back turnovers that both result in scores for the team on the other and end, and you know, and you, you are, know, you're digging your own can't grave. Can't stop anything. Mm-hmm. You're digging your own grave, and that's been the problem with this Cowboys team: is that mm-hmm. they dig their own grave and then miraculously come back. And against the Falcons, who are notorious chokers, who have no mental it fortitude, it seems. Mm-hmm. You win the game, barely. And there's there were some plays that definitely could have gone the way of the Falcons in that game. Oh, yeah. You should probably be sitting at 0-4 right now. We should just be sitting we here like We could just as easily be sitting at 3-1 at right now, though. Mm. Yeah, but I think this team has played more like an 0-4 team than they've played like That's a, true. For but the you majority stopped Russell Wilson game. on that fourth down. Yeah. You, you, you stopped Russell Wilson on that fourth down. You You win. There was a um, there was that cheeky call at the end of the Rams game. Yep, the Rams game. We could have won that game. Uh, even this game, if the defense got the ball back, we just need a field goal so the pick never happens. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the performance of Dak Prescott in this game because to me, I think it was an all around pretty solid game. Five hundred passing yards in a loss. It reminds me of that Tony Romo game from twenty thirteen. But that was a Broncos. shootout. That wasn't. Mm-hmm. In that, that game, was different. Tony Romo went toe-for-toe toe with Peyton Manning mm-hmm. until the end of the game when his yeah. receiver ran the wrong route and he threw an interception. I don't – I'd like someone to go in through NFL history. You can give me Tom Brady. You can give me Peyton Manning. You can give me John Elway, uh, Troy, any, any quarterback in NFL history and say your defense is going to give up 48 points and 307 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Your offensive line is banged up. Have fun. Have fun. No quarterback in NFL history could overcome that. I don't think a single quarterback. It's not like other quarterbacks haven't had terrible defenses in the past. I mean, if you look at Drew Brees and you look at Aaron Rodgers, they've had had some terrible defenses in the past. But this is just another. No, no. Tony Romo, I don't think has had a defense play this bad. Yeah, not even Tony Romo. Not not in the first. Of having bad supporting cast around him. Did mm-hmm. not play this bad, and this offense that we have is actually pretty good, if you ask me. I considering considering the injuries in the O line, we're out our starting tight end. Mm-hmm. I'd say we got a pretty good offense. We're yeah, we're on I, pace. Dak is on pace. This is insane. The, yep. the throw six thousand five hundred plus yards. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's on pace is really fun because at one point I think Peyton Manning in one of his seasons was on pace to throw like ninety touchdowns, but. I think that, like, if you look at 
If you look but at he's team, had three consecutive games of over. He broke the record, I'm pretty yards. sure, for most passing yards between before his first four games. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. And they I'm can't looking... stop him when he's throwing like that, Mm-mm. which makes me so confused why we can't do that. And another you know what? Thing I have saw... a theory. I have a genuine theory. Mm. It's because all week before practice, the Cowboys offense practices against the Cowboys defense. <laughs> so they get into the games, and then they have to face a real defense. Yep. I, I said possible. I wanted. I said I wanted to see uh, what we both had. Um, you wanted Demarcus Lawrence to step up, and I wanted Jalen Smith to step up. Yeah, that didn't happen. No, not at all. No money down the drain. There's a lot of money down the drain. That's why I'm worried about paying Dak Prescott because if we pay Dak, he might well, just start paid... playing like Carson Wentz. <laughs> no, but we've already paid all those guys. We're not going to lose anyone big in the offseason because we've already. No, well, I'm, no, that's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about paying Dak and having him suck, oh. just like how we pay Zeke and he starts and he drops his production, and we pay Demarcus Lawrence and he drops his production. Yeah, pay these you pay guys, and it's it's a real thing. Guys perform better in their contract years. That's true. Who even knows what it is? It, it might. But to be fair, Dak is the only reason we ever have it. Well, Dak, Ceedee Lamb, Michael Galvin, and Mark Cooper, the only reasons that we have a shot in these games. I guess Dalton mm-hmm. Schultz too. Dalton Schultz is, mm-hmm. is 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 a trooper. I yes. respect him. Like yeah, see, coming this out, helps, it helps me a little bit because I look at the rest of the teams on our division and they're not that great either. But our defense is worse than all their defenses. The Eagles' defense last night they came up clutch. They helped. The Eagles, Eagles have a solid. The Eagles they came and, up and helped the Eagles and uh, the the football team in Washington have have solid defenses. Mm-hmm. I'd I say the, the Giants are the closest to ours. They but might they still have. They might still be better than our defense. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think as so. a consecutive unit, they don't have big games, but they play better. Who? As their offense, though, their offense worse. is terrible. Their offense is, is terrible. Mm-hmm. I want to know what defenses you think might be the, worse. The Jets. The Jets. I'm gonna say the Jets. Um, and as um, as far as um net yards per game, if you like this stat. Oh. Um, the Seattle Seahawks let up 476.8 yards per game. Atlanta Falcons, 463.3. And the Cowboys are sitting at third worst, 430 and a half. The Jets are actually kind of more towards the middle. Oh. I mean, if you look at yards versus whatever, I mean, the Jets are That's true. Like, it's not but, the most but, perfect but we're, stat. We're not, we we're are not the most yards. Of, we are getting letting up the most amount of points, though. Yes. And it's actually – Actually, it's, it's, it's insane. 38 points let up in the past three games. And I think the Rams would, would hang more on us if we played this week because week oh, one yeah, this yeah. year, mm-hmm. we were all, you know, very – every team was very, very I'm sloppy shocked we held them to only, uh, only 20, 20 points. points. Yeah. yeah. Considering how good their receiving core is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we're I have, much... I have a, another, another fun – not staff, but fact. Uh, um, the Cowboys – Offense has gotten the ball, started their drive on the other team's 50-yard line once. Mm-hmm. Bad field position. That's what it is. I wonder how many first that's why, downs that, we've given up Dak's... on third down. That's my question. How many third down conversions have we given up? It has to be the worst. I, close to how the many four down game. conversions have we given up? That's we another point. We can't get off no. the field. We, that's the and, and our special teams is atrocious. Yeah, it's it's very poor as a unit. It's a whole so unit. So we did the back the, the the craziest play. We gave up the, the fifty yard TD to Odell, which should have been a loss of twenty. Mm-hmm. But Alden Smith took a terrible angle at him. They I were looking. They were, they were two players 
they ran. If you go over and watch the play, they had a chance on them on Odell, and they went and they hit Jarvis Landry. Yes, they I went, saw that. I'm, I don't know what I'm watching. Like at this point, Jarvis Landry wasn't even blocking. He was just watching. The Cowboys give up oh, the wow. second most rushing yards per game, 172 yep. and a half. Only I was funny. Coming into the game, I was like, you know what? Our rush defense hasn't been terrible. Like, <laughs> we give up a lot of passing yards, but our defensive line and the linebackers are doing a good enough job. No, it's just because teams would throw on us, so they didn't have to run. We have some very young cornerbacks. I'll give it that. I don't want to count out um, any player on our cornerbacks yet who's that young, like Diggs. Jordan Lewis, Chidobe Awuzie, and well, Chidobe Awuzie was hurt. Mm-hmm. He wasn't playing. Jordan Lewis is pretty young, and then Trevon Diggs is his fourth career start without training camp. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, I can't, I don't want to like crap on I mean, without preseason in the league, especially a cornerback position that yeah. takes so many years of. Um, Byron Jones was a bust, and then we switched positions, and he, he's now one of the top corners in the NFL. So, mm-hmm. um, so. no wait, but that that I just want to talk about that extra point that turned into a two point conversion. We blocked the yeah. the, the field goal. And then Jalen Smith tried to pick it up and return it because if we got it, then it's a three-point game again, and we're back in it. Mm-hmm. But but instead, but instead, nope. Uh, he tries to pick it up, loses it, it rolls right into the end zone, and the Browns go on it. No, that'll do it. I don't yeah, know who we to blame. Uh, we already have a negative seven turnover differential between four games worse than the league obviously and it, cut down on the turnovers it's only getting worse from here that's what i feel like i mean here's uh, we do have a pretty interesting schedule coming up though and we have get into that more in a giants bit, but it's pretty interesting yeah it's it's because yeah. it's hard for me to call any game for the rest of the season winnable but if we have a stretch of games that is winnable it's right now but it's so you, if, if let's say the Cowboys beat the Giants, even if we crush them, we destroy them. Do you feel confident that we're a good enough playoff team? No, I'm not even thinking no, about the no. playoffs at this point. Yeah, That's, I just want to win a game. That's fair. That's fair. I won't, all I'm asking for is to win a game where I'm not like just pulling out my hair the entire mm-hmm. game. I yeah. want just one nice two score. We don't have to put up fifty points. Mm-hmm. Put up twenty. Put up twenty points. Put up twenty-three points. Put up ten points. Just I know I know our defense couldn't could never hold a team to less than thirty points. But like, yeah, I feel like I feel. Put like up thirty-five any, points. If there's any Something. offense that we can hold to less than thirty points, it's this New York Giants. Saquon team is out, right? With Saquon no Saquon Barkley and Danny. Golden Tate's about to put up. Golden Tate's gonna break receiving yard if, records. If there's any game I'm, I'm, where we can win the and Daniel Jones is gonna turn into Trubisky from last year, running all over our defense. I'm yeah. not ready for this. See, Daniel Jones might be the only guy who can turn the ball over enough that we might actually get the turnover differential. I don't. And, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> all I, of our turnovers this season are gonna come from one game. I so like if we if we can get if we can get a fumble. At least one. If we can get at least one takeaway this next game, that's what I'm looking for. All I'm looking for is a takeaway, a genuine takeaway too, not yes, a hands yes. to the face uh, smack. A strip sack. We get lucky uh, uh, on a play. Pull the, the ball away from the running back. We should have had one genuine takeaway last game. Didn't happen. I'm, I'm hoping for it this game. I do have a question. Um, who's more? What's more at fault for this terrible defense? Scheme, or or personnel? 
I'm going to say it's a little bit of both, but mm-hmm. I would rather say personnel over anything. I don't think that we have like a very, very good defense. Certainly not a top half of the league defense, but I think the personnel is a little bit better than the worst in the league or the second worst in the league, however you want to say it. I think that if you take guys like – The way Mark these guys Smith, are getting paid, they have Alden to Smith. Alden Smith has been pretty great. He's very mm-hmm. quick. I mean, you gotta find a way to get them involved. They gotta find a way to get involved at crucial moments of drives. They can't. They can't touch the quarterback. How many sacks mm-hmm. do we have? Even all more sacks have come from one player. And I don't even care about the what happens on first down if you can't mm-hmm. stop them on third down. Yeah, yeah. You need to force the fourth down every every once in a while, and you need to prevent them on the fourth down. I want to on the Browns' first downs. seven drives the last game. Uh, they scored on six of them, and one of them was a field goal. Mm-hmm. They forced a punt the first drive, and then after that point, couldn't it, do – It really felt like the Browns were just kind of running whatever they wanted to run, and mm-hmm. it, every single play they ran came to the full fruition of what they wanted. I think the team play. as a whole averaged over nine yards per carry. I think it was over 11 yards per carry at one point. Probably. Well, because Odell got, like, some giant runs that – and, like, and, and they lost Nick Chubb. And they lost their best running it's back. Proof they and have there's a third deep, string. It's very, like, very – it's very – it's a lot of proof that they have a great depth at their running back position. But it's also proof that the, hard run defense couldn't stop – Their arm tackling. Now, yeah. This is the, the, the stuff part. you teach, like, element – like, this is what stuff you teach peewee for both hits. Like, don't arm tackle. Like, mm-hmm. get up close – grab around and pull them down. They're just like Off flailing the their limbs about, hoping to trip the running back. Mm-hmm. They're getting really out-taught. They're getting outmatched. Like out-beat. Just, just straight up outplayed. Mm-hmm. This so, isn't even scheming. You're getting blocked. I saw one thing of a cornerback getting blocked by a wide receiver. Just absolutely destroyed. Like pushed him like 10, 15 yards down the field. Like DeMarcus yeah. Lawrence said it perfectly. This is an issue of toughness. And they're playing soft. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. We have we have three we have the only shining lights on our team. I'm still forgiving of Zeke right now because of how terrible how how banged up our O line is, and he's not really getting any holes. Mm-hmm. He but, still makes some bad decisions when it comes. He does. To he does. Where to cut? And, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that he needs to like he he has like a lot of his his dilemma is that he has um, all these theatrics. He has that whole feed me crap. He has a he has feed me tattooed on mm-hmm. his abdomen. Yeah, like, like if you want the ball, you gotta perform when you get the ball. No matter how bad your offensive line is, you gotta find ways to actually move forward, move the ball, and get going. Because I and when you like, do, hold on to the football, man. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you can't have those turnovers. And I, I no matter no matter how bad the offensive line is, and it's a bad offensive line. Because sometimes I see Tony Pollard get in, and I'm like, why does Tony Pollard look more explosive than Zeke? Exactly. I think Tony Pollard should be used a lot more. If Zeke isn't going to produce – Not in special teams, look- though. He's He's been terrible in special teams. No, we need to look at Tony Pollard for every situation on the offense. The goal line, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. I think we need to look towards Tony Pollard. But I'm going to say, I, 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 I can't be mad at Dak. Mm-mm. Like, even if he doesn't – he didn't play perfect. Yeah, he can't get much better than how he played, though. Mm. <laughs> Except for because again, the the pick at the end, Amari Cooper full on admitted that he did not. He got confused and just didn't follow through on the route. Mm-hmm. It should have been an incomplete pass. 
We need the run just run Dak more in the red zone, I guess. But we need to figure out something. I mean, I don't know. I just I just want to stop teams in the red zone before we can focus on our own red zone offense. That's fair. That's if fair. this defense even plays to seventy five percent of their potential, and right now sixty percent, and right now they're playing to. I'd say Zero, 1%. 5% of their potential. One, if they play one, to 60, 70, 75% of their potential, I think we win enough games to win the division, which is not a lot of games. Probably, I think the winner of this division can win six games and still make it to the playoffs. I, see, I, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. Six games, I think. I think, I think if, if, they, if the defense actually steps up mm-hmm. and the turnovers and we keep the turnovers down, we're going to have a winning record. Mm. The know, offense so is so ridiculously good, though. That's like, eight and four through the rest of the year. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Eight I think. I think. Well, six of, of those eight games are going to be in division games. You, That's true. Really, You're more often really intimidating in any way. This we really haven't played the division you. yet, which is exactly why. And we can dive into this now. The next mm-hmm. four games to me are absolutely crucial. It is the Giants right. on Sunday afternoon. It's the Cardinals on Monday. You gotta night. steal a win from the Cardinals. You gotta mm-hmm. steal a win from the Cardinals. It's, Especially it's the, the way they played the past few weeks. You gotta steal Cardinals a win. on Monday night. The Washington at Washington and then at Philly for Sunday night. At Washington without uh um Chase Young. Mm-hmm. If we can go and Dwayne three and Haskins. One, three and one in the, in these four games, we can save the season. No, four and oh. I need three and one can now. save the season. That's anything true. worse That's true. than that, and I think it's chalked. I think our chances of making it to the division. Oh, if it's point, worse than three and one, we're yeah, we're done. At that point, I don't. I want to see. I'm us hoping look for a better draft. draft. And yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, we can start talking about the draft later in the season. No, nah, I'm not worried about that. Until there's some good linebacker prospects. There's some good cornerback prospects. That's the thing that we need to be worried about later. But Mike McCarthy needs to prove something. He needs to prove something. He needs to come out and he needs to get a couple of statement wins because you know what he did and you know what he said and I liked it. He, he took he a lot of responsibility for what was happening. He said that it That's all good. falls yeah. on him, and mm-hmm. I need to see that. I'm not sure if he's just the fall guy for Jerry Jones, and, I mean, I could talk about how much I dislike Jerry Jones. Yeah, that's fair. He's not the fall guy for Jerry Jones. He might be, but he's Did taking the Cowboys go out and sign Earl Thomas this weekend? What? Did we sign Earl Thomas? Do we? No, I don't think so. Do I think we sign anyone? Do we I sign think, anyone? I think Earl Thomas is a – I don't even think he – I mean, he might be able to help on the field, but at the same time – Off the think, field issues. Yeah. I don't think we need that guy near our team. I mean – But, I, but I do we sign anyone? Because there are other safety free agents out there. I don't know. If they want to sign someone, that'd be great. If not, I mean, I don't I, – I need to look at this Giants game, and we need a statement win. We can't squeak out a win here. I mean, I'll take any win, but I do not want to see a win squeaked out here. No, no. This I can't need, be like a field goal last second in the game. I need okay. control no. – and I need control. I wouldn't seek to have quarter. over 100, like 120, 50, or 150 yards. I just wouldn't seek to have a great game because we're ahead and we're just feeding them. Mm-hmm. It comes I down to this. feed me game because I don't want Dak to have to throw it 60 times this mm-hmm. day. I hope that Dak Prescott throws for less than, three, than 300 yards on Sunday. Because if he throws three, for less than 300 yards. Four TDs and 250 that, it yards. Yeah. He's running the ball pretty well if he throws for mm-hmm. less than 300 yards. So if he can throw for less than 300 yards, I would love that. Well, great, what do you yeah. want to see next week? Give me one little oh. stat line, one little thing you want to see next week. One takeaway. One takeaway? Just one, a singular at one? Least one takeaway. Okay. And that takeaway then scoring off the takeaway, like capitalizing on it. 
That's why. That's what I'd like to see. That's I the wonder, bare minimum. I wonder what our point differential is off of the turnovers because it, we gave off what six, 14 points last week off turnovers, and then the week before that it was, or not the week before that. Against 14 the, points against the Falcons. 14 points. No, 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 uh, Seahawks. Oh yeah, against the Seahawks. The Dak pick before the half, and then the, the fumble mm-hmm. at, right after the half. And then the fumbles against the Falcons led to, I believe, ten points. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at like thirty-eight. No, twenty led to twenty. Was it twenty? It was ten. It was ten. It was ten. It was ten. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was ten. I thought yeah. it was a, uh, yeah. two fumbles in the first quarter, but yeah, we need to fix that. Three fumbles get, in the first quarter. It was three fumbles, but two times they scored off of it. I mean, oh yeah, they right. punted. Yeah, 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 you're right. Um, so. I mean, now we're looking at this Giants game, and I guess we could throw our predictions out into the air. It's hard for me to say the Cowboys are going to beat a football team, but if there's any football team they're going to beat, it's probably the New York Giants. (laughs) Right? It's probably the New York Giants. I'm going to go with a a 28-24 to Cowboys win, and – I think it's. I think we're gonna win on a last second drive. I think that's how it's gonna be. I think we're gonna have to win on a drive. It's gonna be a tough game, but I think the Giants are gonna shoot themselves in the foot enough, and they're not gonna play like how the Browns played. They're gonna shoot themselves in the foot enough that we might have a chance to win this football game. And I can't believe I'm saying that now when I thought we might go 11 and five at the beginning of the year, but mm-hmm. we might be able to beat the Giants if they shoot themselves in the foot enough. Yeah, I say 40-30. 40 I I don't have enough faith in this defense to hold any team under 25 points. Mm-hmm. And the Giants still have playmakers. They still have Evan Ingram. They still have Sterling Shepard. They still have Golden Tate. They do have some playmakers. Well, who's throwing it to them? Danny Dimes? Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes hasn't been playing bad. Mm, He's not doing terrible. Uh, yeah, I'll say that. I mean, I mean, is ba- Baker Mayfield – I mean, his, his team put up a lot of points. I don't know. I just – Maybe it's, this is maybe an emotion-like yeah. score. Daniel, Daniel Jones is the rushing leader for the New York Giants. And that's true. He He's going to have like two rushing TDs. <laughs> Daniel Jones' stats through the, through the four games they've played, 889 yards, two touchdowns, five interceptions. Dak Prescott's stats, 1,690 yards, <laughs> nine touchdowns, and three interceptions. Three, three rushing touchdowns, though. And at the end of the day – Nine passing rushing. touchdowns and three rushing touchdowns. Yeah, he's been huge, but at the end of the day, you're looking at you're looking at like a one and three record and an zero and four. Zero and four. So, I mean, neither record is great. So Look, I'd love I don't to really be wrong care. about my score prediction. If the defense holds them under twenty five points, I'm gonna be ecstatic. Yep, I would be. I'd be really happy. I I just don't think anything fixes this Cowboys defense besides themselves because there's nothing that you can do immediately right now to put a spark into the team mm-hmm. that comes with, you know, firing someone or bringing someone new in. The, the team, I, the personnel there, they're going to have to find a way to fix themselves and fix their mindset because that's the biggest thing that's holding them back. Yes. And that's what they've been talking about. They think that if we soft. have to had a way to turn the season around, the game that just happened, is the game to like is the wake up call because in 2018 with the Titans game after like mm-hmm. the Monday Night Titans game, well after the trade for Amari Cooper, and they just played terrible against the Titans, and then after that they went on a run. 
We need something like we that. We need that level of like, oh my God, we're playing terrible. We need to get our, or you know what, together. Mm-hmm. That's, that's exactly that's exactly what we need. I'm really hoping that, that the Browns game turns into that, like that motivation for them. Because mm-hmm. if they go in thinking, oh, we, we them hot boys, yeah, we're still that. You, they haven't been good in two years. And I'd argue they were terrible at the end of the 2018 season. Mm-hmm. I, I, they, they, I agree. So, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I'm, at this point, it's hold your breath and hope for the best. Fingers crossed, baby. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, that's probably all we have for you guys yep. today. This is what you guys have been listening to the Doomsday Podcast on the Radio DePaul Sports Network, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. Uh, I'm Nate Burleson for Kyler I'm Worth. Kyler Worth. All right. And we're going to take off. We're hoping for a better a result next week. week. Yes. All right.